Yeah. Audio is now recording. Welcome to the Kuya Chris podcast. I am now in your head. Make sure you speak into the mic, my brother. Welcome, Josh Burha. I'm glad you're back. <laughs> Lightweight story of the last recording that we did. You were here last week, but it got a little too ratchet. Should we move that a little more back so we can see ourselves? No, just put you in it for now. Sure? Yeah. I, I guess. There. Sure. And then it's for you. This is your story anyway. This ain't... What's up? What's up? What's up? Anyway... We are now here. We are now here. Kuya Chris and friends. Was Last good. week, right, you were here. Um, you performed, you spoke, but got a little bit too, um, how itch. would we say? It's a private conversation now, right? Yeah. This, okay, is we're going to go into it a little bit more focused in terms of knowing that this is going to go online as a podcast. <laughs> we won't get too... We won't... We'll still be honest, right? But we'll be, we'll honest, be good yeah. with what we share For sure, and all yeah. that. But yeah. let's start it off with... Shout out to Burha Beat, your brother, because you're going to perform for us. Is that right? Oh, yeah, for sure. If I remember the lyrics clearly. If you remember the... You don't have it on your phone? I have it. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm I'm going to check the beat. It's actually live streaming. I forgot. Oh, shit. Whoa, do you hear it? Do you hear it? Is it playing outside there too? I can play it on the... Yeah, I can play it on the speakers. Yeah, let's have it on both. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you feel it? Yeah. Oh shoot. Let me start from the beginning again. Hey. Hey. Alright, there's the beginning. Hey. Hey. Okay. You gonna spit too, right? Maybe. Yeah, well, I'll try. Let's see where it goes. I got my verse, but let's see. California roll. California soul. Holla if you see me, we be shining bright. Let's go. Let's wait. Let's wait. Let's Uh. wait. Yeah, Burger yeah. Beats. California roll, California soul. Holla if you see me, we be shining bright as gold. I said, California roll, California soul. Holla if you see me, we be shining bright as gold. I said, California, with a California. Holla if you shining bright as Fuck what they talking about You know who the ill is South of the town to the city to Dago Filipinos everywhere Keeping the fuego Inhale the scent of Tosadego Waffles Lego my ego While I let go my ego Wax on and I wax off Naturally up like caps lock Low key baby No weed High key when I walk in majestically Senpai oh my Brothers ready to bust with the west tide Exposed to the sunshine Blazing hot sun strikes <sighs> Open up and free your mind free your To the south Show down to Santa Cruz in my 94 Take some swigs of red hot corona Girl, we can cruise down to the beach of the marina Make love in the sand or some real romantic shit uh, Snuckle with the fish as the vibe Soak in from the west side Born inside that yeah, we're hidden gems are in but 
between the lines. Simplest touch, you might get bucked. West one with a bow shot, what? that yeet, MBS like talk. Islands to the SFC, home is where the heart is from. Cali run through the whole block. Hey, hey, what you gonna do? Hey. California roll, California soul. Holla if you see me, we be shining bright as gold. California roll, California soul. Holla if you see me, we be shining bright as gold. I said California roll, California soul. Holla if you see me, we be shining bright as gold. Hey, let's roll through these streets while we rap on them beats. I got a rhythm that is free while my style steadily speaks about my heavenly reach. Devilish heat, feeling the rhythm whenever I preach. I do not go to church no more, but my heart is at peace. Cause I know I've been living by all the commandments. Now I'm rapping like a Moses and the Pharaoh keeps trapping. All my homies with debt, they keep working till death. While the money gets collected by the top 1%. Nah, that ain't good We're addicted to that Hollywood Why do we keep on buying all the products that they push? See, I like to keep it cheap, I wanna save my cash Goodwill, Salvation Army, got that racks on racks Oh racks, oh racks, oh racks Filling up my bag with another dab Your price is way too high, you need to cut it back I'm saving my money, ain't no marketing dummy I don't buy into the hype, no matter how hard they try so kick it brother, who knows how to say that's me My Corolla slays, my Toyota Corolla I'm messed up, controller, cause I just wrote this verse Now I'm a roller on the California roll The California soul Holla if you see me, we be shining bright as go California roll, California soul Holla if you see me, we be shining bright as go California California Shine as gold Holla if you Shine them bright as Bright as California California Holla if you See me we be Shine them bright as gold Bright as Bright as Bright as gold Woo Yeah Yeah So that was Burha Beats Burha Beats That's been Long in the making Yeah I was supposed to Write that verse Months ago, I just wrote it today, finished it up today. I'm glad to have got it down. I'll work on it a little bit more, then we'll record, we'll chop it up, and we'll get that, uh, the, get that track done. But a little background, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Beat was produced by who? Burha Beats. And who is Burha Beats? Burha Beats is my brother. Your brother. Can you speak closer to the mic? Make sure that you are speaking there. Your brother, tell me a little bit about your brother, about you as a rapper. Let me know. What's, what's, and where did this verse come from? What, the things that you rapped about and everything. So, Burha Beats, he's actually started that name, I would say, half a year ago. And he's been um, crafting his shit since, I don't know, two, three years ago. And... Since then, I've seen his progression, man, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing, especially as a little brother. I feel inspired just because of how consistent he is with his work, and that makes me feel like, hey, if he can do that, I can do that shit with anything I want to do. Mm. So is he trying to do music, like, full-on, professionally, and everything? Is that his main focus? 
you know, he hasn't really spoke about that, but sometimes he would think like he wants to quit music sometimes only mm. because he feels like it's getting boring or also because not a lot of people are using his beats or like people wouldn't even people wouldn't follow through with their work with him like he he's had a lot of issues with even just his friends that wouldn't complete a project and that would you know that would be very upsetting like how would you feel if that happened too you know yeah well i mean coming from the side of a person who's tried to write say on on his beats right it's taken me a while to finish some of the stuff i've been sitting on this cruise with me beat for hella months yeah. right you've had that verse recorded for hella months yeah. super excited to get that finished but it's okay man <laughs> all right i know i know but i'm just saying right yeah on my end mm -hmm. i know that it's taken me a while to finish some things are you trying to scoot the yeah, couch yeah. closer come on bring it in um but yeah, I'm just saying on my end, it's taken me some time to finish it. And I actually just finished another song on one of his other beats. Right, um, right. But that's taken a while too. Like I've been sitting on two verses for a few months. And then just recently, I finished the last verse. I right. still don't have a clean hook, but I'm still working on it, you know. Mm -hmm. But I can definitely see on his end like, damn the verses aren't done by whoever artist this and that but i mm -hmm. guess that is the process on trying to get people onto your music right building a portfolio i just had a homie that i'm hitting up right now that he's trying to build up his catalog as a producer right, right? right he's right. trying to get other folks to use his beats mm -hmm. Wait, i'm gonna just turn this down yeah to use his beats mm -hmm. and to use his music and everything um let me just i'm a shout out if we're gonna do shout outs, I'm gonna do a shout out to Zytro Boost. Zytro Boost. Zytro Boost. Zytro Boost. This guy I went to uh, um, recording school with. Z I T R O B 0, zero. He did the zeros with S T. S T. S T. Zytro Boost. Uh -oh. You wanna move this? Yeah, I wanna. I wanna people to see you too. You know. Okay, okay. Yeah. Does that look yeah. better? All right. Some POV action. So, yeah, it, <laughs> it, takes, um, it takes a while, but I think you just got to find those folks, right? Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about you, though. Are you a rapper? <laughs> <laughs> Working towards it. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> I know you, though. Let's throw a little background up in here. I met you when you were in high school at Baboa High. I met you at Kabataan out of FCC. Shout out to the Filipino Community Center. I was volunteering there. That was one of the very first places I volunteered here in the Bay. Mm -hmm. And then just over the years, we chopped it up. Yeah. I remember what is burned into my memory is, I think it was your senior year at the legacy event of FCC mm -hmm. when you performed. Really? Remember? Do you remember that? Where there was the Tinikling, it was at that <laughs> nice hotel, and then like you had a piece, <coughs> I think Kayla had a piece, and yeah. then... Did Amihan have a piece? Yeah. She, no, no, no. She didn't have a piece, actually. Was it just you and Kayla? It, I have, I have well, a feeling there was someone else. We all did kind of a group one. Get this closer. A group uh, kind of uh, piece together. 
But I have that poem actually written by you that you performed at the Baboa Multicultural Multicultural week. event. Yeah. And you got some poetic bars, bro. Thank For, you. I remember thinking like, damn, this guy is in high school. He was talking about the Filipino farm workers. You had you had a good setup to the story of the struggle of Filipino farm workers, right? That's what you learned and everything. That was pretty cool. Appreciate it. Thanks. What are you up to now? Give us a little update. Uh, so I'm currently interning at a startup company, tech company called Medallia, mm. based in Palo Alto. And the way I got this opportunity was through a program called uh, Year Up, uh, which is a nonprofit organization that um, empowers urban youth, um, low income to moderate income, from ages 18 to 24. Um, yeah, I'm having a blast right now, man. I'm getting experience in the actual business, you know, world. You know, instead of actually learning business from the aspect of theories in college, I'm actually getting firsthand experience. And just even walking by like the key players, like the CEO, even the president, it's just amazing. Like I'm getting all these wonderful opportunities and I thank Europe for that. If Europe is watching this, appreciate it. Thank you. So Europe takes urban youth and trains them and places them into internships and entry-level positions of tech companies. Correct. And I remember watching the video and it's really trying to bridge that gap that it says between people of color and the tech industry. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Because there's a low number of representation of people of color in Silicon Valley. There's a lot of issues within that, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so like you said, with that picture, with that picture, um, hopefully you can bring up that picture and edit it in the video. Mm -hmm. So that picture on the left side of the picture, there's um, stick figures that represent the urban youth, and there's lots of them, millions of them. And in the middle, there's a crack, and that crack represents the opportunity divide, which is um, what the mission of Europe is to um, break the opportunity divide. Break this. <clears throat> and also on the right side of the image is um, buildings, as you, you can see um, once he puts it in in the video um and basically those buildings represents millions and millions of jobs just open just there and the thing is the problem is all these urban youths don't have access to it all that urban talent is being wasted over time and the mission of europe is to to bridge that gap and hopefully in the future millions of urban youth get an opportunity to work in um, white-collar jobs, professional jobs, and yeah. What have you gotten out of the program so far? Man, like, as little as just dressing up professionally. I've never learned how to, really? <laughs> how to dress up, like, professional, like, and act, um, you know, code switch in a certain environment, you know, in a professional environment, um, to learning how to write um, verbal, oh no, learning how to write uh, in business communications, <clears throat> just simple, simple um, 
business etiquettes, for email etiquettes, um, to even just like even tech skills. It, I I didn't even think that I would even um, have interest in all these business skills that they've gave us. And now I look at it like, wow, these skills are actually useful. Like in in college last year. <clears throat> Fall 2015 to spring 2016, I was going to City College, and um, I, the major that I was going for was nursing, and it was fucking random as shit. <laughs> why, why? What do you because mean? Because my friends would even be like, why the hell are you doing that? Like, that's so random. You never even talked about that. And it about seems nursing. like, yeah, mm. and they could see that I'm really like passionate about technology. So why did you choose nursing initially? <clears throat> the real reason was I looked into, you know, like I would in the future, I would be more financially stable. But would it be something that I really want to do? Mm. And my friend, um, Kimo Nishimura, shouts out to Kimo. <laughs> shouts out to Kimo. <laughs> you mentioned this dude like three times in our la- last podcast. <laughs> He's um, got wisdom, sounds like it. He's got wisdom. He's got heart. Mm. and he's probably gonna roast my ass for that (laughs) but anyway what did he say so uh he's he told me like people uh a lot of people you know today even just like in any any career they end up in a career sometimes that like they're miserable at Mm. they wake up in the morning like fuck god damn it shit I got to do this shit, rinse and repeat every day. And that made me think too. I'm like, fuck, you're right. I wouldn't want to wake up every morning just dragging my ass to work, make sure I get that dollar, even though it would, if it would be um, pretty good money, but it's something that I don't really like doing. I'm just physically there at the job, but mentally, am I really there? And like, is my heart there? Is, you know... Am I enjoying it? So did you feel that a little bit in terms of nursing, like the classes that you were taking to start to get into nursing you weren't interested in? I mean, the classes I was taking were just GE stuff, Mm. basic GE stuff. I wasn't even getting there yet, but that was like, I set that already as a goal. And speaking of goals, Mm. I've learned a lot about goals in uh, Europe. So they do a lot of like personal development stuff yeah, too. Yeah, a lot of personal development. Mm. Yeah. Um you know, in 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 college like you would I'm pretty sure you can relate. Um Filipino families when you grow up, they tell you, you know, get your education and you know, get out there. But that sounds so ambiguous. It's pretty broad. Um once you step into college bound, you're like Oh shit, what I do? Like there's so many classes to enroll in. Mm. There's so much courses. It's like what what am I going to do? But but the basic premise behind that like do well whatever is yeah. get a job so you can get paid, right? Yeah. That's the Filipino backbone yeah. in a sense is like get a job and because a lot of people right now are making money off nursing and we have a cultural history behind it for a whole host of reasons that's been yeah. something that's been pushed. It's but, yeah, it's definitely understandable once you look more into it. Mm-hmm. And uh 
Shout out, by the way, to uh, this podcast called The Filipino American Life. Oh, This Filipino American Life. They talk about a whole host of issues um, around Filipino Americans. And one that they did was a podcast about nursing, talking about the history of it, how the service sector of that health industry has roots in U.S. occupation of the Philippines. <coughs> and that ended up being the source of these nurses right to come here to the united states and then since they found that kind of economic success now families are saying hey to the children go into nursing right and i have a lot of friends actually that has gone into nursing like it's kind of cool though i see some of them are enjoying it and my cousin is a nurse um and for some it really works yeah like really, if you like it go for it yeah you know? yeah but you for you for me it was something that i really like have interest in how do you feel now with the tech sector the tech sector well the tech itself is a broad industry as well there's so many things that you can go into um especially it's in the it's in the business um aspect too mm -hmm. um i've done a lot of interviews so far with a lot of engineers software engineers at the company medallia and they told me like wow like i didn't like in school they were learning a lot of you know the theories and such but they but now they're also learning on the job about the business aspect as well which they were never like prepared at in in school mm -hmm. so just thinking about it being prepared like that from that standpoint in Europe during the six month training phase. Um, yeah, definitely prepared me for this. What do you see as your long term vision? Shit. Of you as a Filipino American. Do you consider yourself Filipino American? First off, let's backtrack a little bit, make it a little broad. What do you consider to be your ethnic identifier? Well, uh, well, if we're going to go into uh, ethnic studies, shit. what do you consider yourself as? What? Filipino. Filipino. But you were, I'm just throwing the things that I know about you. You were born here in the U.S. Yeah, definitely Filipino-American. I was born here. On this soil, I guess. But, you but still, I'm Filipino. <laughs> but you like calling yourself Filipino. Yeah. Why? I mean, I'm brown as fuck. <laughs> I guess. Do you... Do you... Uh, were you raised with Filipino culture, values like that? Yeah, of course. What do you consider Filipino values? Family-oriented, um, valuing family, uh, your friends. Um, what else other values? Can you shout them out? I'm trying to think of pag some. Pagkiki pagkapwa, pagkikiramdam, and I forgot the other one. These were, <laughs> I know it was big, <laughs> but these were terms based off this one writer, Virgilio Enriquez, and he wrote a book called Psicologiang Filipino, which is like Filipino psychology, and he tried to distill Filipino culture into these three tenets. I forgot. Let me adjust this real quick. 
pause on the ethnic studies terminology and I'm gonna adjust your mic real quick so you can be more comfortable. Oh shit. My mic is so here we can adjust it like this. And you can move it back and forth, right? But got it, got it. But always make sure you are speaking into that mic. Yeah. Mic sorry. etiquette. All good. I don't okay. feel comfortable with uh, long, hard objects in front of my face, especially in front of my mouth. Ha, 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 ha. You are so funny. <laughs> that was definitely not an obvious joke. <laughs> but anyway, okay. So we got that little backpedal in. You consider yourself Filipino. You consider yourself Filipino um, in terms of the categorization and demographics as a person of color. And that's what Year Up is trying to do, right? Bridge people of color with the tech industry and the tech jobs. What do you see yourself doing in the future within the tech industry as a person of color? Somewhere probably in... <clears throat> engineering aspect hopefully <laughs> i mean i've i've already set goals on um achieving that and so far i've enrolled in um online courses um harvard courses actually on introduction of computer science and um you know i also hope to get you know my degree go go back to city uh, get my degree in computer science mm. um yeah, I feel definitely, I feel more confident to go back into school and because I know exactly what I want to do now. Mm. That is very important. Sometimes, a lot of times people go into school just with the general like, all right, I'm going to college, I'm going to school. And then okay. without really knowing what you're truly personally interested in. Yeah. Right. That's, I'm glad to hear that. It didn't take you uh, too long to figure that out. How old are you now? 20. 20. I went back to school when I was 23, bro. God damn. I'm now 25, but I'm about to finish. Shout out to Skyline College. Community college is where it's at because it's cheap. Good people in the community, especially if you're in Daly City. Shout out to Skyline College, Gababayan Learning Community. Because I've gotten a lot of good out of the brown teachers and the brown people. Because honestly, I did not like school before. I did not like... I had no intention of ever going back to school. But only once I came back here and saw like, yo, they're teaching Filipino culture th and history, but it's still also giving you the credits for your transfer. You're taking an English class, but all the books you're reading are actually relevant to your experience as a Filipino American. I was like, dope, I'm going to join this. Mm -hmm. And it's actually given me a real desire to finish school get this degree even if i have mixed feelings about it like it's a piece of paper at the end of the day it's just a title like oh you've achieved a bachelor degree mm -hmm. in this and that mm -hmm. but what are you actually going to do with it right, right. that's the question <clears throat> do you see yourself being a straight-up programmer and everything that i don't know yet <laughs> honestly but i know i said 
you know, I, I feel I feel ready to go into what I want to get in college. But also, uh, people were telling me, giving me advice so far to just explore all my options, whatever is there in, in the company. Just, you know, um, learn about other people's roles and, you know, their field that they're working in, whatever, industry, whatever field they're working in, um, whether that be like the financial field or, you know, um, the engineering field or uh, stuff that involves customer service, like what I'm working in right now, the technical support. Um, and I've actually, I'm actually like learning a lot within the customer service because before when I was working at the AT&T park, um, I would take things personally from, you know, customers. Oh, because oh, you were doing retail. You were doing, doing or service. Not, yeah, service, you know. Um, like serving, cashier. You are doing cashier. cashier serve, serving food people service. food. Yeah, food yeah. service. <coughs> and, <coughs> you know, I've learned, like, you know, how to handle it better than I did before, um, especially dealing with um Customers that are like you know, that get really frustrated with their with their issue and such. But yeah, like li as little as that, getting experience and like s building these small skills in this internship so far, I'm really I'm really grateful for it. Mm. So next year you're going to go back to City College, probably. Yo, what's crazy is just the comparison in terms of money. So for example. I'm not giving specifics, but I know someone who is in the tech industry programming, right? Yeah. Um, and then first job that they got into out of college, bachelor degree, they're making 80 plus, 80K plus a year, right? Just the first, that was their, I think one of their first jobs. That was just the entry, right? In comparison, I have a, I know someone else who's a teacher, right? Went to school did the credential program, teaches at a high school, it's around 40K a year. Damn, that's yeah. twice. That is kind of crazy in terms of the, the difference that one degree is over another. Yeah. And me, me and my boy were having a conversation about this one time. We were talking about, like, how come, like, all these, all these, uh, Players in like the MLB or even NBA, they get paid so much bank just for playing a sport that they like. <clears throat> and um, we we also talked about how teachers get paid so low, and we were, we were, we both agreed on like, damn, they need to get paid more, especially because they're setting up, you know, um, students' future, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that being a teacher, that's fucking hard, dude. You do all this planning every day. For each class, each for each week and months, and sometimes you don't even meet those expectations. But then they have to find ways of how to improvise it, and you know, still keep up with their curriculum. And that shit's hard, dude. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They got all this grading to do. Look, especially English teachers yep. gotta read shit, and, and that lasts tough. like <clears throat> it's more than just an eight-hour workday. You feel me? Yeah. Let's tighten. And it's it's crazy that that's how much you're paying a person who's raising your kids. 
because they're they're at school, right? Yeah. Like half the day, they're a school is a huge influence on a child, and like having that amount of like <laughs> you're not really supporting fully a person who has a big impact on the whole community, right? Teaching has become like this this very you do it because it's a good more morally good and righteous job quote unquote but you're definitely not doing it for the money no if you if you actively want to teach right there's no economic like in real incentive to become a teacher yeah versus like folks who do nursing just for the pay you know like oh a yeah. steady job and there's going to be need for that in yeah. the future all that teaching definitely takes like a lot of passion dude speaking about passion let's rewind a little bit talk to me about that verse that you wrote <coughs> that verse that verse that you wrote in the beginning <coughs> are you sick brother that verse is hella sick though stupid ass <laughs> damn just thinking about that verse made you cough up bro it was hella sick huh okay tell us speak on speak on it a little bit that verse that we just did the I mean verse that, and a little bit about why you like to rap. Uh, so that verse was when we, me, you, and uh, Seth One were just chilling here before you even did all this, improved this, uh, this project here, this garage project. Um, it was when we were writing our 16 bars in 15 minutes to that Cruise With Me beat that I showed you guys. Mm. And... I thought it was pretty sick to just play with the words as I wrote them when we were just, you know, going with the beat. So a lot of those words you wrote in that 15 minutes. Yeah. I Yeah. Just realizing that now. That's pretty dope, right? <clears throat> so shout out. I saw that 16 and 15 from Kixi Siete. He doesn't make music anymore. I, I what the know, hell happened? I, I don't know. I haven't seen that much. They were called the Argonauts. Argonautics. Argonautics. Um, yeah. Um, what are you looking at? Seeing who's on on the live stream. Don't get distracted. Be in the moment, bro. Be be here. Communicate. Don't be distracted by social social media, bro. Fuck. Unless it's marketing. <laughs> hey, I just saw Dave Chappelle's new. Netflix hey, he got comedy. A new... Yeah, yeah, it's dope. <coughs> you saw it already? <laughs> yeah, the first one. Do you want water, bro? <coughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'll be back. Talking to the mic. <sighs> shit. Huh? Like what? All right, let me play some beats and then I'll freestyle. Where's all your beats at? What, do you want to do a freestyle? Yeah, let's do a Here, quick sesh. Go. Sit down and we'll do a freestyle. <laughs> okay, we're about to do a freestyle. This fool, get some energy back into you. You looking sleepy, are you good? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get enough sleep. <laughs> what happened to the energetic Josh Burha? Come on, Time man. You're just, you're like... What time? It's just 8.52, bro. Shit. <laughs> you oldie. But here. All right. Let's put, I'll put on a beat. We'll do a freestyle session. Let's see where this goes.
Hey. What, what, what vibe? I'll just go into my playlist. Whatever. Yeah. On rap freestyle, bro. I see you nodding your head. Yeah, we just chilling in the garage, trying to find it out the parking lot. Losing my flow already, cause I'm kind of sleepy, getting heavy. Yeah. Uh, eyes Speak. low, but you know we gonna hit it off the dome, off the freestyling, off the beat. Yeah, uh. looking at my feet, they kind of fucking hella stinky. Uh. That's why I got my socks on. Socks on. Socks on. Shit. Throw a word at me. I don't know what else to say. As we keep going, keep going as we run up on the clock. On the clock as we hit up on the block. Uh. From the block to the dock. On the night light. Shit. I'm just gonna keep on saying as the item keeps going on the spin on the dick. Shit. I don't know what I'm saying, but we just gonna keep on fighting on the spin. Yeah. Like this, like that. Let me t- take it real quick. I'll be real slick, like Mr. Rick. That's a line that I use every time I freestyle. But I'm just tryna be real wild with my rhythm and flow. I'm spitting it slow, just so I can find which way to go. Give me some greens. I'm looking mean. I'm Mr. Hulk. No, I got a new team. I'm Marvel. No, I'm Capcom. But if you really want, why don't we build a site? Dot com. Maybe you can just improve your sight with a pair of glasses I'm staring at myself, I'm staring at <laughs> You know what I was uh, gonna say But I tried to pause myself, relax today Cause I ain't scrolling too much, I need to stop But I'm on Instagram, looking at this lady who is hot But I'm saying, maybe my music needs to be pop So I can start slaying, start selling the music This is my tools that I'm using now I Throw it back to my brother, see what I did Let me just be like a car and skid No, I'ma be 30 when I have kids No, I'ma do this now so I can live Throw it back brother, start to give uh, what's up with y'all? We just gonna hit them all Fuck, already losing my flow Shit, coming from the get-go uh. From the north to the south to the west to the east So you know it's coming from the best From the west, west tide Off the fucking light <laughs> Shit All good, speak it to the mic bro I don't know what I'm saying anymore I don't know what I'm saying anymore And we just keep catching waves as the mic goes on Goes on Keep catching waves goes as the mic on. goes on yeah. yeah, this is Sway, yeah. Sway, Sway. Sway in the morning. <laughs> sway, freestyle, freestyle, Mr. Burha. You'll give it one more try? Six, another three minutes on this beat, or do you want a different beat? I think that's enough. Come on. You can do better than that. <laughs> I, I Come don't on, know. That was it. hard, dude. That Come was on. hard. Retry. See, you got another try on that this. That was so hard. I lost. Woo! And I lost, like, my flow. Couldn't think of words. Let me tell you, just go and practice. This is me. I'm picking up the Atlas. I'm Hercules. No, I'm 
her these, her thesis Let me call her my missus I'm falling in love Looking at the way she eats and grubs Cause I like a lady that knows how to put it down If you wanna roll with me to in and out I'ma get you a 4 by 4 I ain't ever gonna call you a hoe or a whore Cause I'm respectful Yeah, I got sessions No, I won't ever give you less than a blessing This is me trying to caress your stress in a way Ooh, I'ma just go and slay Another rhythm and rhyme Just so it's a brighter day When I see a lady Who's ready to start And start stating That I'm her new man Let me give it to this kid Damn, he got a flow I see him bobbing his head He's right about to be next ah, He's about to be the best Burha Beats, put it to the test Yeah, about to be next But it's not from the best but I'm gonna keep trying as we go on the beat wildin' And we gonna open up the laptop, not watch porn, but you know we gonna <laughs> check my email yeah, on the Gmail. The Cause I'm a G on the street, trying to find a uh, uh trying to find out the honey. Uh, shit, losing my flow again on this beat. Cause I'm kinda worried with kinda the pressure worried. on me. Got the shit live on deck on the IG. And this shit about to be on the internet with the shit on the podcast. Yeah. On the podcast. On yeah. the podcast, yeah. On the podcast, on yeah. The podcast, yeah. Watch me go Super Saiyan like Gohan. Don't need no sense of beans. Sense of beans. Fuck that. You know what I need? I need that love from the one above. Uh, from, the the one above from the one above. From the one above. I'm the one above I'ma throw it back to you cause you're the guest oh, From the shit. one above From the one above From the one above of, of. Go get it! Yeah, from the one above As we keep rocking the mic Need the checks that go cha-ching Keep the fucking record on deck Then we gonna keep on playing with this shit I don't know what I'm saying, but I guess the next word might be. What? Give, give me, give me some uh, words. I'm losing butt. my flow. Yeah, with while I'm in love, I uh. be looking at her fucking butt what? in the club. No, not like that. I mean, I don't be staring at that. But baby girl, let me just say that you got a nice round ass. What? Are you sure you want to put that on the podcast? I don't know. You might want to edit that out, bro. You might want to edit that out, bro. <laughs> Woo, so that was a podcast freestyle. Thank you for freestyling. Freestyle yeah. is one of my favorite things to do. Like for reals. It's so fucking hard. It is hard, but... Shit. It's pretty fun to do. And sometimes... I get into a flow where it's dope, but then sometimes it's whack. <laughs> and, but some... F- Dude, Rod? Rod. Rod shout is, out to Mr. Uh, no Name. Shout out to Mr. No Mr. Name. Mr. No Name. Who is hella consistent and good at freestyling. He's been crafting his shit for over six fucking years. Shit. <clears throat> when so he you, freestyles... You can how much hard work he's put into making that, like, the best it is right now that he has. Fuck. It was so dope when we had that freestyle session at your spot. It was you, me, Joseph, your brother, and Mr. No Name Rod. 
That he carried killed it. He carried the whole group. He carried that. Every time we passed him the shit. Cause he had like punchline after punchline. Yeah. Too. Like I'm like, dude, how the fuck do you do that? Ugh. Shit. And you know what? Well, do you can you imagine it's, what's going on in his head while he's freestyling? Like it's the it's there's actually some studies for real. Yeah, on freestylers. They think hella fast or like it's, it's like that quick. The certain pathways in your brain, especially when it comes to improvising, just become clearer because you use it more. It just becomes. How would you say you're like more spontane your spontaneity like kind of grows I guess uh, you you access those pathways that allow you to freestyle better because people who don't freestyle don't access those neural pathways as much I don't really know I'm trying to sound smart as if I know the scientific shit I'm just okay. trying to summarize what I remember yeah. reading or hearing about but it's like the same people who freestyle or improvise like jazz musicians yeah. these folks are able to do that because they've practiced it over and over again right. and that pathway is something that's consistently revisited and it's part of your brain that if you don't use it then you don't develop it really so it is a skill. So but is it's it, is interesting it, that it's a, a, a certain part of your brain, I think. Is it possible to lose that skill? Yeah, if you don't use it, most definitely, I Fuck. bet. That's the long-term like piece of advice that, that everybody that, says is yeah. use it or lose it. Yeah. You know that one, right? Yeah. And I fully believe that. I bet if you don't use the things that you have, then you won't get good at it. And to get good at something... You have to do it consistently. Like, I remember I sang in high school, right? And was in choir and everything. Then for a year or so, I just didn't do any singing. Then I remember recording myself singing. I sounded horrible, bro. I sounded so bad. I was like, what the fudge? And so now I try to do something every day. Even if it's just a little warm-up or some scale or whatever, I try to do something because there are people who are putting hella hours to it. If you want to be good at <coughs> your craft, you have to put hella hours into yeah. it. Uh, excuse me. There's this term called dedicated practice to where... There's, there's regular practice and then there's dedicated practice. Like you practice with intention. You practice with a specific goal. Like I'll work on this skill specifically and work on it through these steps. This, 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 and then you do it. Practice, 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 practice. And that's like a different level of practice. I remember reading some uh, book about it. I don't know if it was called The Talent Code or something. I forget. But... I just that phrase stuck in my head like there's there's regular practice where right. you're just like la 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 and there's dedicated practice. I never heard that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, shit. So maybe cuz maybe for example <clears throat> I might be practicing in the car like oh I'll put on a freestyle and I'll practice rapping like da 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 but it's just a semi practice cuz I'm not fully there. I'm still driving. Mm -hmm. I'm still like ha 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 right? But then there's another level of practice where it could be that's the only thing I'm doing. Like, I'll put it on, and my whole goal right now is freestyle. Get the dopest. Maybe you're, you're, and maybe 
you can be even more specific like okay i'm working on my rhythms now uh-huh. right how many types of flows can i do or another practice session like how many punch lines can i do and this yeah. how deep can i get with my metaphors whatever or it could be storytelling right in your flow like you can break it down versus just that practice like ah freestyle right in the car which and bro i can speak very clearly on that because that's the only practice i do in the car <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> i need to take my own advice <laughs> i'm really good at giving advice that i need to take myself and i really think though that that's one aspect of life that you can give yourself advice you know humans suck at um following advices though there's actually a study on that what what yeah, study look is it up. this just look up like keywords um humans um can't take advice or something i don't know because that's what one of my um coworkers told me and it's actually it, i actually thought about it because it, it is kind of hard for me personally to take like advices from people um especially when you have a lot of advices going on <clears throat> okay i have i found uh a forbes article and ah, uh, it doesn't allow fuck Forbes. It doesn't allow me to read it because I have ad block. I'm not gonna just turn it off. <laughs> no, just turn it off. No, I'm doing it by principle. I ain't gonna read it because it's forcing me to turn it off. So I just won't give them the site you traffic. Just click continue. No, I ain't gonna do that. So because I can just close it and read Psychology Today. Shout out to Psychology Today because it's still allowing me to read. So see, check it out. Forbes just lost traffic. They lost viable traffic by trying to force people to turn off their ad block. While Psychology Today still gets me on it, I could still click through. I could still like. I could still share it. Oh, yeah. You see? So, F you, Forbes. Just kidding. I wish to be on the Forbes list one day. <laughs> and yo, if I make the Forbes list and I'm on an article, you can put as many ads as you want. I don't care. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Giving people uh, advice rarely works. This does. People love to tell you how to live your life, don't they? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I just. Why advice fails? Research using rectant. Reactance theory informs us that whenever someone tells us what to do and how to do it, we respond with a defensive defiance because we want to maximize our personal freedom and decision making. So we know that telling others what they should do, even if it is reasonable advice, rarely if ever works. Hmm, Though you'd never know this by the endless roster of self-help books. What does work? If we really want to encourage behavior or belief change in others we really need to move away from advice giving and toward modeling oh in other words we need to be an example for others rather than telling them what to do hmm if you really want to encourage behavior change in those around you model the behavior that you want and keep your advice giving instincts in check hmm interesting yeah that got me too so instead of speaking on it live it right it's a it's that's exactly the opposite of that old adage where do as i say not as i do right you you never heard that where some people would say yeah do as i say not as i do for example if someone's a smoker tell somebody else 
dude, don't smoke. <laughs> and they say, do as oh. I say, right? I'm telling you, don't smoke. Not yeah. as I do that they're still smoking. A lot of smokers tell me that. Sh- a lot of smokers tell me that, dude. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they be talking. Like just a uh, stogan. Stogan. I don't know if that's a word. Stogan, yeah. That is? Yeah, stogies. Stogs. Yeah, people be stogan um, and they be like, don't even start. And I'm like, but you're smoking right now. What's up with that? That's kind of hard to follow in advice, especially if you're doing it right in front of me. Yes. So maybe they're doing it out of good intention. Yeah, good right? intention. They, yeah, I understand but that. It's yeah. de- but mm, taking this article that we just read into account maybe what they're saying is that it won't be so effective in telling someone don't smoke if you're smoking right there it's rooted in a good intention from the person who's giving the advice but in terms of the effectiveness of that advice it's not really imparting change in another person or it's not as pivotal because they see the opposite in terms of action right so so yeah, it's half half because you could say yeah they're doing it out of the goodness of their heart because it's like they know that it's bad. For example, that's the whole thing about people giving advice if they're older. Like yo, I'm just telling you this so you don't do it. I've done that so many times, right? Half of the things that I make fun of and tell people not to do are things I've done before. That's why, right? Don't be an asshole. I've been an asshole. Don't be so try hard. <laughs> I've been a try hard, right? <laughs> Don't uh, all those other things. Don't get addicted to porn because I'm fucking, you know, went hard on hard in the paint, son. That's how I learned hella things about technology, <laughs> how to convert video, how to put it onto a PSP. <laughs> Shit, I was even trying to find out how to convert video for the uh, DS, how to hack the DS so it plays video onto a <laughs> private card just for that, all yo. All these technical all these technical skills that you gained. Hella technical was, skills. Was, was for yourself to gain access to porn. <laughs> Torrenting, you think I wanted to get movies and music discographies uh, learning how to use IRC and go into those chat rooms hey who still downloads porn today that's what I'm wondering I don't know I don't I'm not really sure I think even torrent has been dying down because it's just easier to just pay a certain amount for Netflix so many people are just like you know just watch Netflix and it's on there because for example like dude even Dave Chappelle's thing it was on YouTube. It, like, clips of it is on YouTube right now, even on his official page, I think. Because there was one side that said Dave Chappelle, the user, and then it was a clip of his special. So from there, I was like, all right, let me just watch it on Netflix. Like, it's just so easy to watch it. It's almost easier to watch it than having to download the whole thing. Like, find a torrent, make sure you don't, because you're also risking it, right? Make sure you're, you don't get a cease and desist letter from like... You've got that? Before? I've gotten that from oh, internet sh- provider. From back. Comcast? Uh, not here. It was Ooh. like years ago. It was Shit. during the height of the torrenting. Like when they would be getting... Remember when they tried to make an example of some student? There were a few cases where they targeted like one or two even high school students. And were like, yo, 
Damn. We're gonna send you to jail. And then they made this kid do rounds like speaking tours to other high schools, like don't download and don't upload like that. They made an example out of him. I forgot uh, the name or whatever, but I remember that was something that happened years ago, like in the pre 09, I think, or around that time when that was the height. And then it shifted from torrents. To like upload sites like Mega Upload before that started got getting banned and stuff. But it's back up now, right? I think so, but I don't it's think a it's .co .nz, I don't know. I yeah, some of them are still up. I know some like niche communities still do torrent, and I'm pretty sure somebody's going to correct me that there's still a lot of torrents out there, but. They've just been targeted so much. I know that the biggest one, Pirate Bay, Pirate Bay has been targeted so much. Yeah, they've been taken been. down, brought up a lot. Um, Mega Upload, right, has been taken down. That Kim.com dude, he's somewhere in, he's in New Zealand or something, but he's been targeted by um, agencies t- uh, in terms of trying to arrest him and everything. And all these other... They've arrested folks. I remember there's this one very special like niche torrent site called Oink. And it was like oink.cd, like oink the pig. But they had so many of the high quality audio rips, like full wave file rips and everything. And it was like a private tracker. You had to get an invite to get on there. But then they arrested the dude. Um out in i think he was in europe somewhere like that (coughs) but they really cracked down on that because yeah it's like crazy but now it's just easy you have spotify you have spotify you have itunes music for 3.99 a month right um 4.99 a month and that reminds me of like spotify yeah remember like now netflix the classic ipod with the freaking uh what do you call that the scribble thing or whatever scroll thing where you go like the motion, like yeah, the thumb. I remember the scroll. Fuck. <laughs> he believes like how much should technology advance. Yo, to I now? I remember that scroll right, and I would be so I was so happy I semi hacked it to put that brick breaker game, and you would play that brick breaker game with like the scroll That's wheel, sick. and I was like, yo, this is so dope. And then trying to find, they had initial video conversion like that would change it into that black and white like <laughs> i didn't do porn for that <laughs> but i think there were initial attempts sure. at that um but i'm pretty sure once it got into that ipod video yeah i think i converted yeah some video okay for the <laughs> okay for something i'm not really sure wink 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 <laughs> But even now, those are like, whoa, what is this? When if you see one, like an actual working one with like a friend, like, I'm like, dang, this is cool. <laughs> I remember seeing like just an iPad, iPod mini, like the big block ones, like a, f- a few months ago. I was like, whoa, what do you have in here? I was just looking at their music and like, yo, this is a crazy <laughs> blast from the past. This is kind of dope. And to think like, that was what, ten years ago, dude. I don't like, even. Yeah, about a decade already. It's like fucking twenty seventeen now, dude. The first when was the first um, iPhone? Uh, like two thousand six or something. What is your guess? What is I your think, guess? I think oh five. 
I give it 05. Or 06. I feel earlier. First, oh, whoa, no, later. 2007. It's been a decade, The first bro. generation of iPhone. God. Yeah, June 29, 2007. Damn, oh, GPRS connectivity. Dude, I remember that I that my dad made it a big deal to get the iPhone here and then bring it to the Philippines so he could be one of the first people to have the iPhone in the Philippines. He was <laughs> hella proud about it. He was like, I have the iPhone. He's showing it off <laughs> yeah. to his Among friends. his friends, yeah. It eventually reached there a few months after. But it was like, I have the iPhone. <laughs> and yo, I was so happy. I, I felt leaps and bounds ahead of people because in 09, like the year after in, um, once I spent a year in the Philippines after high school, I yeah. brought the iPhone, that first iPhone to the Philippines and I preloaded the map of Manila, the Google Maps of Manila, even if it wasn't that accurate, into the iPhone so I could have like a working offline maps of nice metro manila they didn't have that kind of thing back they didn't then. have like, the now wireless implement- internet yet i mean they, no they didn't have that kind of um that kind of option for offline like maps no i had to use a have- jailbreak yeah i yeah. had to jailbreak it during those early days bro of jailbreak bro. um i had to jailbreak it and then save the maps offline so i could have the whole area but the tricky part was during that time the maps since it was just based on like satellite imagery i guess it wasn't accurate in terms of the width of the road (laughs) (laughs) so sometimes i would roll up to a road it would like be literally the width of this room i'm like what the heck how do i park here (laughs) I i can't go down here and I scratched up my dad's car so much in the Philippines, like Dude, during that year. That like, makes me think of like how people used to use like legit like paper maps yeah. to like navigate yep. to places, and then now you just have it on your phone, dude. It's so simple now, like, and it can guide you, especially with the GPS mm-hmm, technology. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine people like. I was thinking, like, do people still even use that whole latitude and longitude fucking thing? I'm pretty sure there are people, like, professional people who do. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure there's people who still understand that. Maybe we're, you know, knowledge has become highly specialized. That you go up the rungs of academic knowledge if that's your specific field. And so the knowledge or... Things that you have to know to operate within the world has changed a lot. Where before you had to know how to read that map. Like I remember reading that big thick map book. You find the street name that you're looking for in the back of the book within the city. And it'll give you like page 268 E7. Right? And then you'd page turn to that page, look on the the chart like the box that is e and then the box seven yeah. and then you would find oh there and then you would try to find where you are yeah to try to locate Dude. yourself i wonder what it'll be like in the near future bro because technology just keeps advancing it's we live in the age of convenience where 
basically the convenience is get becoming more convenient. Would you agree with that? <coughs> the convenience is becoming more convenient. Yeah. Yeah, like we're just automating more and more of our lives. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I was There's I, good and there's some bad. I mean, like think about this. All of this is technology that allows us to record this conversation and whoop, disseminate it to the world. Like disseminate it to other people online, right? This wouldn't have been possible disseminate 20 years ago like how accessible it is. I can buy all this equipment on Amazon. Right. Easy, right? It's <coughs> right there. And anyone can do this. You just need some capital to buy the equipment, to pay for the hosting, whatever. But I mean, you can just use IG Live, Facebook Live, if you want to go bare bones, Bro. right? You could just put this iPhone up, bloop, iPhone, Facebook Live, and it's all recorded. It's crazy how like, we have all these smartphones now and all those dumb phones back then. <laughs> like, <laughs> can you, this is like fast. Our phones are faster than like the computers back then that were fucking humongous. That would like, that would like engulf like a whole, not, not engulf, but like fill up a whole room, like even just this garage. Yes, yes, yes. Like, and these this are is the power of that. Way more. <laughs> way more. Way more. I saw a. Uh, shot of them running windows xp dude on the iphone oh shit <laughs> hey send like, me that oh, later and all right also all right. um uh look up the first 500 or 5 megabyte hard drive that shit is huge first 5 megabyte hard drive is it like people like rolling it or something Is it like by IBM or something? Or so this is true. Look, it's the size of a five megabyte hard drive. If you just Google it, five megabyte hard drive on Snopes, then it um, pops up. It shows a picture of them loading this five uh, megabyte. This storage. kind of filing cabinet size is the height of a person into a plane height and width at least of a person right depth maybe what is that three four feet excuse me but it's huge just just makes you feel more grateful That's that you five, got gigs of five storage megabytes here, right in a gig you have a thousand twenty four megabytes oh you know your shit i know my shit bro that's crazy. And in this phone, at least this iPhone is 64 gigabytes, right? Dude, it's ridiculous. I have, I have two terabytes in that hard drive right there. And terabytes. look how big that shit is. Yo, that would fit if we had that size in a terabyte. What the? What the? I don't. I can't even fathom. I don't really know the math, dude. But it's definitely more than a plane. It's more than a fleet of planes, yeah, right? To be able to transport two terabytes of information. And I. And the crazy one that the statistic that I hear. I don't really know the specifics. Is the amount of data that is constantly being uploaded right now? It's fucking ridiculous. Especially through Snapchat or Instagram. All this like live. All of this, like, hey, what's up? Just the amount is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Probably 
within a year of doing that is probably more information that's ever been recorded. You know, petabytes. Or like, what's like, more than a petabyte? Like, I don't know. Look at the game. bytes, dude. Like, more yeah. than a terabyte. More than like, an In-N-Out bite, bro. Ah, four by four bite. Ah. You want to get some In-N-Out right now? <laughs> I'm kind of hungry, in-out, dude. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm being uh, less swearing but F that on the weekend because the line is so damn long right now at the in and out on daily si- in Daily City right now like at least they're opening up one down the road bro for real? yeah right there on Hickey and Gellert but it's gonna be so traffic now but at least it's going to decongest the one up there by uh, Westmore yeah so there's um, more options yeah, but still, it's still going to be crowded now there. Yeah, was, but I'm going to be local. I'm going to be hanging out there more. <laughs> I'm going to be doing more community outreach there. I, I haven't thought about that. Why haven't I not thought about That's the spot to do flyering. Jot that's, that down. That's the spot. Yeah, right? That, that's a great spot to do flyering, to do outreach, even yeah. like to do some form of event or even but i mean it's still like technically private property in that sense but shoots that's a i never thought of that to be hitting up the local like panera bread area down the street to do like the maxes that circle area i should definitely hit that up more for like local community building the in and out is gonna be right there wait what street is it gellert is gonna be gellert and hickey right by that shell do you know that shell that's the on there? shell right there. So there's a shell on the corner of Hickey oh, and Gellert. Oh, yeah. Then there's, Near there's the going chase? to be across the street, I think. Uh, there's the shell. Then right next to it is this Chinese hos- outpatient hospital. And then right next to that is the In-N-Out. Yeah, and just, it's already almost <laughs> done building. It's going to be just a few months away. It's going to pop open, I think, definitely by the be, summer. That's going to be sick. <laughs> that's, it's gonna be pretty sick um but it's gonna be uh, full. Uh, yeah i just went to that um shell station to fill up my gas dude oh the one right here on hickey yeah that one that you're just saying and like <clears throat> i was trying to <laughs> i was asking if they have android pay the guy was like you can try <laughs> and so i was just looking like a dumbass trying to like scan it <laughs> do you like android pay <laughs> it's convenient dude. dude isn't that crazy <clears throat> even paying is With getting on the phone, phone. Like, thing, like, check it out. The things that we have considered normal, everyday things are changing. This was what I was thinking just when we were talking about it a while ago, right? Paying is one example. Let me take it to dating, right? Oh, if shit. I think about 09, even just like less than 10 years ago, right? 09, 010, right? I remember there was still a stigma, of like oh eharmony.com <laughs> match.com like there was a stigma stigma on right. going on there like oh you're going online to meet someone okay. i remember those ads oh, it's though, like those... kind of geeky like you would think like oh you're weird <laughs> but now so many people are on tinder right so many people are on these all these other apps i would say at least for our generation tinder is what kind of brought it up to the mainstream mm. dialogue um and I would say there's so many now. If you go on Reddit, all right, there are like subreddits that talk that people post their success stories on uh, online Tinder? relationships. It's not just Tinder. I just think there's like, one specific Tinder one. Jesus. Yeah, there's ones that are get showing 
um, success stories of online relationships for Tinder, OkCupid, and I don't, or even the eHarmony or Match stuff like that. But there's a lot of people who are getting married, like full on having full relationships, happy with it. I've had a good relationship off an initial meeting off Tinder, and it's crazy. It's something that this thing on our phones, we're looking at it right here. It's a physical object that is tiny, size of an index card. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like a portal, right? We hook into it with our eyes and our hands, and we go into another world unconsciously scrolling through things, swiping, it's almost like a time machine. Right. Not, yeah, something like that. A lot portal, right? We just go into it little by little, right? You have access to so much shit, dude. So much shit. Just, on, just with this phone in your pocket. It's ridiculous. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. He actually mentions about technology, talks about it just a little bit um, in his last comedy special, in this most recent one. And it's kind of crazy. So, and I would say, I'll <clears throat> admit though, there are definitely some negatives Fuck yeah. with it. Like the addiction to it, like f- waking up. I've caught myself like waking up. First thing I do is just open Instagram and like scroll like what the new thing after turning off my before even turning on the light just turning off my alarm then opening up instagram then just looking what the first a few shots are and then i was like oh i'm sleepy and then alarm and then wake up get moving like that's the first thing i check and then even with the thing that i try to be aware of is if i'm talking to someone right i really make it an effort not to be on my phone if i'm talking to someone but i've definitely seen two people out in a restaurant all right i'll say this i see that shit i saw them on it looked like a date they were kind of like they look like, like just a table for two right table for two they were both on their phones not looking at each other not conversating and i was watching them because i was waiting for my order right i had a takeout order i was just waiting they were there for like five ten minutes just on their phone scrolling with the food right in front of them like Jeez. what is going on like and i mean i would say i'm guilty of that i'm not a perfect uh, non-technology user but I really try recently to yo put that on hold if I'm talking to someone if I'm chilling with someone only if I'm really showing them right there and there but if it's at home like that that's that can be a detrimental thing it can right? yeah like if you think about it um, technology is like these phones are taking our, over our lives if you look at it from that that could be one perspective you got to have that kind of control like um i was reading online like um how ways to sleep to sleep better and they one of the tips was um to not use your phone on the bed yeah yeah and especially like with this new feature now i don't know if you noticed but like for android there's this thing called night light where it, um it changes the colors of the brightness yeah. on the <clears throat> on your phone to make it so that um, it doesn't have the blue light, and that blue light basically activates some um, something in your brain that keeps you awake. 
two seconds. Explain that a little bit more. Um, yeah, that was essentially it. Ta-da! Oh, those I are... have. These oh, are completely shit. blue lock, blue light blocking uh, safety glasses, actually. Yeah, and man. people wear these, um, especially for the computer at night. Um, because there's a certain spectrum supposedly in the blue light, right, that activates our waking mechanisms, I guess, because that's what the sun is supposed to be giving, like UV rays, I guess. And I, I sometimes try to use this at night. Like if I'm on my computer uh-huh. screen, there's also Flux. Yeah, use right? Flux. Yeah, yeah use you have Flux. That? Yep, I have yeah, that. Yeah, Flux is good. And Apple also has the night shift. Which has that? Which has turns it yellowy? Yeah, too. you know where that came from, right? Flux was a jailbreak tweak from yeah. these folks, and then they got the idea from that. And I'm pretty sure they got paid uh-huh. so much money just for Apple to implement that. Really, you think? Or yeah. they just stole it? They like, stole the idea. The thing but is, like, dude, a lot of these <coughs> updates on the iPhone, this notification center, this was all jailbreak ideas. This, this swipe up and do that, that's all from jailbreak. A lot of this notification center. I thought they got that from Android, the notification center. Okay, maybe they got it from Android. But I know (laughs) that a lot of these widget stuff, a lot of these were available in jailbreak form way before it got onto uh, the official software updates. A lot of smart ass people out there. Yo, a lot. It's crazy. But if you think about it, they spent hours of days trying to develop these shits just to make it so that it's easy make it so that it benefits people that use this like these devices but we're in a very blessed position right now as youth who have access to this technology but this is where i have a half half type of feeling like we have access to all this but if you really go to a third world country go up to the rural areas their lives are completely different still. We are definitely in the top percent just living here in the U.S. Even if we are people of color, even if we are middle class, working class, even upper middle class, lower middle class. From what I heard, I, I should pull up the statistic, but supposedly if you are making more than 50K a year, you are in the top 10% of the whole world. I swear. Like, let's pull that up. Let's pull that up so I'm not talking out of my Shit. ass. All right. Because we are definitely hella blessed. All right. 50K a year uh, worldwide top percent. Let's see. The top percent of the world. In order to reach that top 1% status, you need to earn around 47500 per year. That's about the average per capita income in the United States. Okay. That is from dailycaller.com. I don't know if that's reputable. I'm going to go to wallstreetjournal.com. Ah, these are lame. I don't like how Wall Street Journal... You got to subscribe. You got to subscribe and everything. But hopefully that's a true statistic. But I would even say, I would just, if this isn't real, I would hypothesize and argue that if you make that amount, you're at least in the top 10% of the world, yeah. right? Because there's a lot of people out there living on the bare minimum. Like uh, in the Philippines, just people li- living out Maybe in like the rural day, areas. Right? 
yeah, probably even less. Like that's crazy. Uh, that's that's that very sobering. You, that makes you think of how grateful, like your job, the job you have here. Like, but it becomes a standard, like just working it here. You know, you what know, you if mean? you like just comparing it to other people that work too, just here in this in this nation. Yeah, like where you're at. But then, if you compare it to like like that situation, like a third world country, you feel more grateful. Yeah. See, I think you should know those things so you can be grateful. Not necessarily um, feel bad about it, but find ways that you can support others who are less fortunate than yourself. Um, because I won't deny, even with that amount, people are still struggling here in the U.S., right? Comparatively to the other people, to the top 1% of this country, that 40 k a year is tiny, right compared to the people top 10% of this country right but we are still in the top 10% of the world so it's a comparative advantage right right right, right. depends on who you compare it to right but i think the mentality should be like yo dang all right work to improve your life but understand how much you do have be grateful for for what you do have and find ways that you could be of benefit and in service of others. And hopefully that will lead you to be innovative and support others. And <coughs> hopefully, I mean, this might be too uh, idealistic, but there will be some way to support people in other parts of the world. Shout out to, I'm just listening to, Justin Wren, who was on the Joe Rogan podcast, this guy is an MMA fighter who went, who years ago went to, I think it's the Congo, but some part of Africa to help the pygmies, which is a indigenous group, set up water wells because they did not have clean sources of water. They would be drinking water sources that have like green algae in it. And they would have all sorts of diseases and things that we take for granted because it's a tap water, right? (laughs) We have tap water here that we're like, um, I need to filter that tap water through my Brita filter while folks over there are drinking this green ass murky water. Like, and he, being someone from here, has dedicated his life to go to Africa and set up these water wells. I think it's Fight for the Forgotten. If you Google Google that, it'll pop up. So imagine if more people pursue venues like that, pursue lives like that, where they consistently look, what can I do from my position of being blessed with the things around me? What resources do I have around me that can really, truly impact the lives of others who have no access to any of this right without necessarily making yourself a martyr or being uh how would you say like one of those (laughs) anarchistic like fuck everything i'll just live in the jungle and like 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 uh break down the system i I don't believe in any government all right but like you what that's not me (laughs) but like how can we use what we do have to effectively support others shout out to all the people doing that because there's a lot of people who have 
done that, especially within the circles we've been around. I remember we were talking in our last podcast about Kuyapele. Shout out to Kuyapele out in the Philippines who, born here, organized here, taught even in Baboa High School, and has now gone to the Philippines and dedicated his life to serving the indigenous folks there, setting up schools. And right now, I think, shout out to Salupungan International, I think their current campaign is a hospital somewhere near Davao. Um, that will help be a bridge to the Lumad communities, <coughs> like having a satellite and everything. Water, water, brother. Ooh, crazy, heavy stuff. I think that is a lot for today. We'll wind it down now. My brother, thank you for coming on. Do you have any last thoughts? Any last things to share out into the world? Um... Talking to the mic. Well, I just want to go back to that like uh, dating topic that you mentioned about whole Tinder stuff. Yeah, because um, I feel like that shit could be superficial sometimes. Because you're really just swiping left or right or whatever. I don't know how it works, and you're basing it off of someone's appearance. But I mean, I guess that's kind of the your first attraction, I guess, yeah. to appearance. Yeah. But I feel like it could be superficial sometimes. Um, also, that reminded me too when my fucking boys made me an account on that shit. And I found out like months later that they're using my face as like a fake account. <laughs> really? I got so mad. I was like, what? dude, take me off of this shit. What the fuck? Did they get matches and stuff? I don't, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't know because I don't use Tinder. <laughs> But I was so I was like a month before from now, like I went on tin on my brother's Tinder just to see how it is. And I'm like, damn, these some pretty good looking women on here. And like it's crazy though, cause if you read the description, sometimes they're like I'm just looking for fun. And that makes me think of like, God damn, this goddamn hookup culture is like really big on like especially like these apps. It's like crazy how like easy it is to like get laid with the help of an app right it's ridiculous dude it's 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 a tool right it's a very <clears throat> useful tool for a lot of people and but you were saying right how it can be superficial i think that's like that comes with a tool if you use it for its purpose for what it can do right, right. it can do good right right you can, same analogy as anything. You can use a hammer to build a house. You can use a hammer to hammer your toe, right? It can be hurtful. It can be helpful. God, Maybe yeah. if you approach, if you are like highly, if you are looking for just hookups, then it can be a tool. If you are looking for something longer and you're upfront with that, maybe mm -hmm. you can get it. Like I got into a relationship off the initial contact on Tinder it ended up us having to like meet each other outside of it, but that's still part of it. That's still one aspect of connection and talking, right? I don't think it's, uh, how would you say? I don't think it's good to oversimplify something or demonize something based on a few instances of like negative um, examples. Right. 
because everything it's nothing is black and white right nothing is this is this this is that this is good this is bad sex is good sex is bad hooking up is bad like that's a problem where that's because people want to kind of have answers to everything and dictate the lives of other people like don't hook up or or hook up fuck the many bitches right or only have sex with the person you're married all these things that are other people telling you how to live like why why are you telling me how to live can it not be like this one person wants to hook up or this one person just wants one woman those are not you should not everybody should be conforming to one standard right i think every person will have different desires if you want to have hella hookups go for it <laughs> if you want just one woman one partner one man go for it you shouldn't be pr um pressured to live up to standards based on other people right and that's something that is i mean it's something that I think we're social animals, kind of like humans. We look to others sometimes for approval and validation. But when it if we do that too much and it dictates what we do, that gets very sad. And that shouldn't be the case. So go on, Tinder, brother. <laughs> Lesson of the day, make your own account. Tinder, if you're watching this, hire this guy. <laughs> He's like he could be a good marketing. Shout out to Tinder. <laughs> Shout out. Please give me more matches. Cause I've had mixed fee I've had mixed things with Tinder. Sometimes I'd go with no matches, bro. Like sometimes I would have nothing. Some and a lot of time there are some times where I would get more matches. I was like, whoa, this is cool. One major epiphany was like when I posted a shirtless picture of myself. You got hella matches. I got more matches than me trying to be hella proper and um, with a very long profile and like, oh, I like to make music and poetry and uh, uh, come with, hang with me and my dog and oh, I go to there, I like ethnic studies and all that shit. <laughs> Nothing, right? Then I remember simplifying my profile putting up my shirtless pro pic as the first photo and of course i had other photos on it and then i would get more matches it doesn't mean that every one of those matches like worked out right like my batting average is not that good like in terms <laughs> of like maybe i'll get 10 matches but then only one or two i'd actually have a conversation with you yeah. know like the numbers are still like not in my favor in terms of that but it's still it's still part of the game right uh i think if you play the game with good intentions on trying to get what you want and be honest with it and be upfront with it you'll have good results mm -hmm. the bad comes from trying to be deceptive about it the bad deceptive. comes from trying to be manipulative or not being upfront with the woman with what you want um and there's this idea of shout out to this dude. There's a podcast called Mating Grounds by Tucker Max and Jeffrey Miller, I think, who's like an evolutionary psychologist. And one suggestion in terms of how to look at dating is look at it in a win-win situation. All right. If you're upfront with everything of what you want and you find a woman that wants the same thing, 
then it'll be a win-win situation. Ooh. It'll be like, if you both want a hookup, then you both win. If you both want a long-term relationship or you want to this to be a committed, like only you relationship, then win-win. You both get that as long as you're upfront with it, as long as you are honest about it and y'all vibe, right? All right. <clears throat> win-win situation, brother. This has been a win-win situation with Kuyu Chris and friends. Do you have any last thoughts, my brother, about dating? About music, about life. We close out with the final thought. What piece of piece of advice would you give yourself one year ago? Shit. Try to live the present. I find myself thinking a lot about the future and the past. That's hard. I'm still trying to you know, find myself in the moment of things. Mm. And I end up overthinking a lot, but it's as easy to say it is, but then it's harder to practice that. But, yeah. What advice would you give to Filipino-American youth? Uh, Man. In terms of... Anything. Okay. That's tough. Okay, what would you? I would say... Embrace your family, your culture, and yourself. That means knowing your history... Knowing what Filipino Americans have done in the United States, embracing that we are here to stay, and pursuing what you personally want to do. But I'm bum bum. If you want to be a nurse, be a nurse. If you don't, don't. Right. And I guess also think positive too. As simple as that. My mom told me that. Um, Yesterday, we had some conversation. <coughs> like, I brought up to her, like, how come um, you you guys never really, like, had a conversation with me and Chris about our goals? You know, I was thinking about that. Because, mm. like, that was this one Filipina woman from uh, the company I'm interning at. She brought that up to me. She was, like, talking to her daughter about um, goals and stuff. Because her daughter's, like, 22. She's... Um, hoping to become a, a pharmacist and she's going to a UC school I forgot which UC school but um, yeah she told me she brought she asked me like have has your parents ever talked to you about your goals and I'm like whoa no actually they've never really talked to me about my goals she was like oh are, are you guys close is your mom are you your mom close I'm like yeah but we never really like talked about like our goals. You're making me think about this now. And she's like, "Yeah, well, I, it'd be a good time now." You know, the, the from the conversation I was getting, like, it's a good time. It's about time that you got you should like having those conversations, especially at your age right now at 20. Um, that's a time of when you're undecisive, um, and you need that that guidance and and reassurance and and encouragement, especially from your own folks. I'm like, wow, you know, that speaks out to me. Like, I didn't even think about that. 
And so I brought that up to my mom that same night, um, that same day at night. And she was, uh, she, my mom basically told me like she also grew up um, with her grand, with her parents, you know, just saying, go, go to school, you know, and just get, complete your education, um, you know, and as long as you work too, because I guess, you know, as long as you work, that was a mentality for most people back then, you know, you'll be fine. And like, and she told me like it was it's hard to it was she was also trying to find ways to kind of um talk about this with us and so yeah it was pretty it's pretty interesting how we've got to that kind of um how i addressed that kind of with my mom and yeah she she even said like with um one of my uncles mentioned too like how come how come our how come mom and dad never really um, you know, like encouraged us to like do what we want to do and stuff, and you know, and that made me think too. Like, wow, I, I don't necess- I don't blame them though, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's understandable coming from where they're coming from, where they're coming from. And so, yeah, that was an interesting conversation. Um, that's dope. Yeah, that's dope that you and can have you, that conversation. Yeah. Would you relate? Like, would you feel the same too? Like, as specifically for Filipinos, it's like, you know, go get this, just get your education, and you'll be set. Yeah. But then there's there's a lot more to it. Once you're thrown in college, it's like there's a lot of things. Like, like I said earlier about the courses, there's so many courses to take. What is it that you specifically want? Like, you don't want so much ambiguity. Mm-hmm. It's gonna throw you off. So that really spoke out to me. It was. I'm glad she brought that. That Filipino woman brought that up to me. Mm. That's good. You should maintain <clears throat> that relationship with that. Yeah, she's really lady. awesome. Yeah, that's. It's important to have those sort of mentors to plant seeds, right? Is it and that seed was able to lead you into a conversation with your own mom about. It's almost like thought patterns. What thought patterns get passed on to the next generation? And how you have those conversations, like what conversations do you have with your children in in the case of you, right? Like how come they never talked about goals? And that's interesting, right? Yeah. That's interesting about like, hmm, this is something that is in hella books, hella different self-improvement, um, and... A lot of people who are successful point to the importance of having goals, but this wasn't taught to you. Yeah, right? it's like goal setting is like really important too. Mm-hmm. I just like people just think like, oh, I'm gonna set this goal, become a nurse or something, just for example. But that's so that's such a big goal. How are you gonna do it? Mm. Yeah, have you ever asked yourself that question? You gotta break that goal into like bits and pieces and achieve those small goals to reach that goal and have you ever asked yourself if that's what you truly want right like where is that decision to be a nurse in that case where is that coming from is it a true personal desire to do that or is it pressure from the outside right right that's crazy that's good that you're thinking about that and hopefully what i'm thinking is that you're able to pass on these epiphanies or these little lessons to others, especially those with a similar background as you, especially to those who come from families like yours, right? Because they'll be able to relate and think, huh, how come I was never talked to about this? 
and then to see you, right, instead of you just giving advice, you get to model it. You really setting your goals and doing these things based on your own desire and being that role model for others. Yeah, goal setting was something that I learned, like, especially with, you know, smart goals too, specific, measurable, actionable, attainable, yeah. realistic, realistic, and, and time-based. Time-based, yeah. <clears throat> Those will help you reach the bigger goals. And like, I learned that too, especially through year up. It's either, R is either... <clears throat> Rel- no relatable because because i know it's because i can know it can't be achievable and realistic right <laughs> because those are similar things so i think yeah. it's relevant or i don't know i actually learned it in, um from um my college to success teacher maria canoy from city and yeah. and then like europe they enforced it too but in a in uh, different ways and also right now in my internship we have this kind of website where we post up our weekly accomplishments oh that's that's like yeah and like like um we we um set goals that's attainable in like six days and it it can't be too easy and it can't be too hard to reach and those are like that really that's something i would like to like you know keep what if you do that for every other aspect of your life exactly that's what i'm thinking like mm-hmm. i'm trying to apply that to like what if you syst- systematize that to your personal life yeah your fitness your relationships thing is like school doesn't teach this shit no they don't. they uh, don't uh there was a little in my psychology class but there's no real tangible check this out this tool this tool this tool right and there's a there's a but you have you're somewhat forced to do to learn it on your own which is kind of sucky it sucks yeah because i remember hearing this phrase like you go to college to learn how to learn but then the problem with that is that sometimes you may not learn as quickly as others and that kills your grades right that kills your access to other institutions of higher learning right of transfer rates like that but those show the necessity that there has to be programs that really teach you this (coughs) right i really have to pee yeah so i'm Um, gonna close this out but give us your last thoughts um I I made my well I got my mom interested into the growth mindset book by Carol Dweck and she's mm, starting to read it. Nice. So they go over business, um parenting, relationships, uh, I forgot the other um but yeah they she talks about the growth mindset and it's just really interesting. I, and that was the first ever self-improvement book I've ever read myself. And I'm not, I mentioned in the last podcast that you took down (laughs) um, that that's like, I'm not the type of person to be reading books on my own, but that book was good. Like Mindset by Carol Dweck. Yeah. Mindset by Carol Dweck. Stanford professor, psychology. Cool. That's your recommendation? Yeah. Oh, I should end every episode with like that, like the advice and a recommendation. Like a book recommendation. For sure, thanks for coming on. Thank you. To Kuya Chris and friends, Joshua Burha. Catch him on Instagram at Josh Burha, J O S H B E R J A.
Mm-hmm. Uh, check out his brother at Burja Beat. That's B E R J A B E A T Z. I'll be posting that up on the blog post as well. Gracias, much love, and I'll have you back soon, hopefully. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for uh, having me here. Peace. Time for me to be. Shit, I see you moving a lot. Yeah.